This music track is courtesy of the University of Auckland Archive of Maori and Pacific Sounds. Hawaii, description of a Hawaiian prayer chant presented by Huakale Kamau at the 1976 South Pacific Arts Festival in Rotorua, Aotearoa, New Zealand. This is what a dancer will do every time they put on their hula outfits. It was done, as I mentioned earlier, in the school, not done just for entertainment, but so that you may understand and know just what our dancers go through. The last number that they did, Pupu Weweu E Lakae, releases the dancers of all restrictions that was done in the school. Now she is free to dance and to perform. And that was the chant that they did. There were many prayer chants to Laka. Laka, the goddess of the hula. They were not like any of our Christian prayers. They were more like songs or the Song of Solomon in the Bible. Many of our prayer chants were of that type. There were prayers for inspiration, which we call Pule Po'olu. Prayers for Laka to come and dwell in a newly built altar. Pule Po'onoho. Prayers for better voices, which we call Pule Leo. Prayers for the limbering of the body. Pule Ha'i Ha'i. Prayers for protection, and many more. Every pupil of the old time hula schools not only learned melees, but also a score of many of these prayer chants before graduating. Laka, the goddess of the hula, is sometimes referred to as a male, sometimes as a female. Such contradictions are not inconsistent in Hawaiian thinking, for nature gods may be male in one form and female in another. Kuka Ohia Olaka is a male. He's embodied in the Ohia Lehua tree in the rainforest and was also worshipped as a rain god as well as the hula. And another form of his was the halapepe. When laka is placed on an altar, as the wood, the lama block of wood, it is as a woman who is the wife of Luno. No altar was complete without these two plants the Ohi'a Lehua and the Halapete. In the hula there were many other lesser gods and plants which were used to build the altar. Not all plants or ferns 